Welcome to this, the second instalment of the Future's Mind feature on the Listen Up podcast. I'm Rick from Listen Up, and before I introduce this week's band, can I draw your attention to our Spotify new music playlist that is available from links on our Twitter pages. Ten new songs are added each week from new or unsigned bands. If you get a chance, please have a listen and follow. Every stream is important to the artists, and you might even find your new favourite band. Okay, so the Future's Mind feature concentrates on artists that we believe can be the stars of the music scene in the coming few years. Some of you will already be familiar with this week's featured band, but if you're not, have a listen to some of these. amazing sound of Moonlight Parade. And I'm delighted to be joined on this week's show by Al from the band. Morning Al, thanks very much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good mate, cheers Rick. Thanks for inviting us on to uh, have a chat. Looking forward to it. No problem at all. So we're here to chat about your band uh, Moonlight Parade. You're from Worthing right down on the south coast. I think I'd describe your music to be kind of indie pop with hypnotic melodies. Would you say that's about right? Um, yeah. <laughs> It's a weird one when people describe your music back to you, but I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'll go with that. Yeah, good stuff. When I listen uh, to, to your songs, I, I can sometimes hear similarities to the likes of early Radiohead, possibly some like Mercury or Evan there. Uh, that might just be a personal thing for me. Who would you say your main influences are? Um, yeah, it's funny you say that. I know Radiohead are quite a big influence for um, our songwriter, singer Ben. Um it's, it's strange. Uh, people sort of have compared us with lots of people from the 80s, 90s, noughties, you know. Um, so I think maybe we're a bit hard to put your finger on. But we're influenced by all of the good stuff from those decades, you know, everything from the jam, clash, who else? Smiths, Cure, yeah. you know, Pixies. But I know Steve, Steve loves his grunge. Right, yeah. Uh, my bands are always the Roses and the Mondays. Yeah, good choices. Um, yeah, uh, I think, you know, so much good music's come out of Manchester and Liverpool. So, yeah, lots of influences growing up that, that have obviously seeped into the music at some point or another. Very good. Okay, so your Spotify bio describes you as three friends who were reunited by chance after 15 years. That sounds like an interesting story in itself. How did you know each other initially? 
And how did you end up getting back together after all those years? Well, well um, Steve, the guitarist, and myself, we were in bands going back in the 90s. Um, so we know Spring Chickens, unfortunately. We're all in our 40s now. So we were in bands for oh, about 98 to... 98 to 2005 six something like that yeah. and we knew ben because he was um he was playing on the same gigs and the same bills we used to play a lot in bright and um as you do you know you drift apart you settle down and you kind of make a family and a fist yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the rest of it and yeah we were just missing music i think and uh, I, I was invited to steve's uh son it was his birthday and my little girl is the same age as his son so we haven't seen each other in ages and that was when we started talking about doing something yeah and yeah, we, we started jamming and then we needed somebody to put, uh, you know, actually to come up with uh, lyrics and melodies for these tunes. Mm-hmm. And we thought about Ben and um, one sort of message later, he was on board and uh, off we went, you know. <laughs> so it was just the ideal time to get back at it really after a few years out uh, with your families and that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we missed it, you know, big time. And um, which is why we've been making so much music since then. You yeah. know, we, we've been pretty prolific because... There was obviously a lot of stuff waiting to, to come out. Uh, I was going to ask, how do your songs evolve? Do you, is it the standard songwriting process or are the songs more born out of jamming sessions? Well, me and Steve are, are always jamming, um, but Ben is the Ben is the songwriter. He, he's you know he's the word man. He probably writes ninety percent of our stuff, and I I chip in. I've actually started gaining a bit of confidence writing myself. Yeah, which has been nice. But yeah, uh, we give Ben music, and he, he puts stuff over it. Uh, and sometimes, I mean, Ben's Ben's always writing as well. So you've had a few EPs and two albums available online, uh, and you released your first album, Out of Nothing, on vinyl. Was it last year? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, how did that come about? The release of that. When when we were writing, the collection of songs sort of came together really quickly. It was like a burst of creativity, and we always wanted, you know. It, Bit an ambition for everyone wants to put an album out at some point, yeah. And uh, so when we put it out, we were you know lucky in the respect that people took to it and and liked it. And um, mainly through Twitter, we found that's been a great sort of breeding ground for uh, getting music out there and meeting people, discovering other bands in a similar situation. Yeah, it's really good uh, community, I think, on Twitter around the new music at the minute. Yeah, big time. I mean, to be honest, without that, you know. We, we wouldn't have uh, anywhere near the amount of uh, followers we've got now. So, yeah, it was a lovely surprise that people people liked what we did. And um, when they said, oh, is this going to, going to be a physical release? We were like, oh, well, you know, let's try and crowdfund it and get it done. So so that's what we did. So it's more fan-funded, I believe, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, at the moment, everything we're doing is kind of fan-funded. We've got a very DIY approach. We're all part-time musicians. This is kind of a, a hobby that we're just pursuing, spending more and more time on. You know, we're all holding down jobs and all the rest of it. And what, what with COVID going on, yeah. um, a couple of us are self-employed. Like Ben's a gardener and I'm a graphic designer. Right. So I know we've been struggling a little bit. So <laughs> trying to get people to sort of crowdfund, it seems to be the only way of doing things. It's a good way of doing it, though. It helps uh, fans feel like they're directly involved as well. You got the names yeah. on the back of the album sleeve, didn't you, on the vinyl? Yeah, it's a little, little you know, it's a, it's a thank you because uh, it, it really does mean a lot to, to all of us that uh, people are getting on board with us and um, pushing us on. So, so they deserve the thank you, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a nice little memento to have as well. Is there, is this something you might do to, for your second album, Caught in the Wave, as well? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's difficult trying to judge the, um, the demand for these. You hope you'd be able to do them because 
the EP that we've just put out is, is uh, currently going onto vinyl. We just wanted to focus on that because it feels like current, and it's yeah. uh, you know that's that's what we're kind of interested in. They're, they feel fresh to us, but I mean, if if we got enough people asking for it, then then we definitely put the other one out. Looking at the reaction to your other albums and music on Twitter, I think I think that could be a success. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Well, fingers crossed, and we'll see what happens with that one. Okay, talking about Court in a Wave briefly. Uh, one of my, yeah. my favourite tracks on that is the track Older. And just one yeah. thing I need to ask as a massive Man United fan, is that an Eric Cantona reference I can hear in the song? It is, yeah. Yeah, the image rights to Cantona, which... Um, right. I, that, that's, ben, that's Ben's song, uh, talking about how things are you know, written. Ben had that as a finished song. Yeah. And yeah, funnily enough, when it first came in, it sounded a bit country and uh, he wasn't too happy because I do a bit of produ- you know well I do the production yeah. get the tracks sounding how they do and uh, the first mix I sent back to him he wasn't too happy with it, it was a bit I don't know Kenny Rogers or something right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so uh, he wasn't having that so uh, yeah we made it yeah, I'm glad the way it turned out that, that is a Cantonar reference yeah Ben's a, a big man you fan great stuff okay uh, so you've, you've recently released uh, your latest EP Paint the Sun uh, it's on the yeah. internet and I believe it's still available for pre-order on vinyl it is yeah I hear they're, uh, they're they're nearly ready, so um, we're hoping to receive them in the next week or two, and then we can start packaging them up to uh, send out. So is that still available to pre-order on your on your website? Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, Moonlight Parade. I'll, I'll just get this in. Moonlightparadeband.co.uk. There you go. Quick yeah, plug. get as many plugs in as you can. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, what I think with Moonlight Parade, you get you get the whole package. It's not just the music, uh, but the artwork is absolutely stunning as well, and complements the music perfectly. And I believe you take a lot of the credit for that. Uh, well, oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I do for a living. I'm, you know, making pictures all day long. So uh, it's just something I can bring to the table. Um, like I said, you know, this whole sort of do-it-yourself thing, um, we try to do as much as, of everything that we can. Then you don't have to rely on anyone. It's just quite nice to take things at your own pace and get things done how you want them. I love doing my artwork and I love the music as well. So It's a good way to get your artwork out there as well then, I suppose. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's uh, really important with kind of the resurgence of vinyl. Uh, for me, it's not just about the music. It's actually you're buying a piece of artwork as well. So I think it all ties in really nicely. Yeah, that's what, I mean, I've been collecting vinyl since I was a kid and I've always just loved that feeling of opening a, a record and, you know, especially the gatefolds, it's, um, yeah. it's, it is a, it's a special thing. Talking about Paint the Sun, uh, you're very kindly yeah. donating a signed copy of the vinyl EP and the lyric sheet for our Listen Up podcast competition. This will run yeah. after the podcast has gone out, so it's another amazing prize and offer. Is it on yellow vinyl as well? It is, yeah. Thanks very much for that. Is there anything you want to say about the Paint in the Sun? Is that something that's been in the making for a while? That was a collection of songs that seemed to come together and just fit. We do throw out quite a lot of songs that don't seem quite to almost sound like us, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's important that the songs sort of like sit together well, and we just felt like these did. So yeah, yeah, we're happy with the way it turned out. Um, it's actually got a, you know a good reaction for us. It's been going down really well, which. You're always a little bit nervous about are people going to get into this or understand it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's been received really well. Yeah, so sometimes songs sound better standalone releases or EPs than, than part of a whole album, don't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you can be a bit more... EP's a nice format. You can experiment a little bit. Yeah. And uh, that Paint the Sun, the title track, was a bit, bit different to what we would... I really enjoyed doing that. You like uh, diversifying a bit, and you've also got some remixes available as well. I'm a massive fan of these, and think your music definitely lends itself 
to being remixed. You use an artist called Space Kid, don't you? How, yeah. how, how did that come about? Um, <laughs> well, he's, he's a friend, but he wants to re- re- remain anonymous. All oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I can't really go into too much yeah. but um, we all we you know we grew up in the 90s so we were all interested in dance music still am I like you know I like house music Ben was really into his sort of rave scene um, and I like you know I like the Mondays uh, you know the remixes um, was it Open Fold or yeah yeah uh, and, you know and Andy Weatherall massive sort of influence uh, some of our music is a little bit ambient and um, a little bit sort of spacey slightly trippy in parts so the remixes are a chance to sometimes, you know, also explore that a little bit. So leading up to lockdown, I think things were going really well for you. You recently launched your own website. You were getting quite a bit of radio play and, and you continued to have a growing online presence. So how was that early part of 2020 for you? Yeah, fantastic. We felt like we've had momentum building behind us um, and it just spurs you on, you know. Uh, it felt like a lot of the stuff we were sending to BBC introducing was getting played uh, which is which is which is great, um, and they've been you know they've backed us uh, you know quite a bit, and yeah, it does feel like there was a bit of me- momentum going, and we were looking forward to um, getting out and playing live, and and more importantly, meeting some people that uh, have supported us, you know, like heading out of uh, yeah. uh, you know, heading up north in the Midlands or wherever. Mm-hmm. But um, then COVID came along and sort of put the kibosh on that. So I mean, we've still been busy writing and well you know just trying to just trying to hold things down really because it's been a mad everyone's you know in the same boat yeah. it's not a lot you can do about it just ride it out so it's been tough across the board hasn't it but you're saying you, you've managed to try and kind of carry on being creative throughout that period yeah yeah we're, like, like, like i say we're always writing and because everything's made in like essentially a, a bedroom studio we're able we're able to record stuff like new ideas and send bits backwards and forwards and sort of develop them and We've not just been sitting outside in the sun having a barbecue yeah. the whole time. Yeah, although it's good to do that now and again, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, it looks like the restrictions are slowly being relaxed. What's your plans for after lockdown, and have you got any more releases or concerts lined up? Well, um, I mean, we only formed like two years ago, and, and in that time we've put out two albums, um, two EPs and a single. So we are actually kind of, I think we've been enjoying this, this break. I think it was almost needed. Um, there, there's always a balancing act between trying to manage manage everyday life and, and still find time to, to be creative musically and all the rest of it. So um, I think now's been a time to sort of spend a bit more time with the family and just manage other things. And we'll worry about uh, we'll worry about the music now once um, things get back to normal. Yeah, it's good to keep things fresh though. So uh, the break, like I said, might have just uh, done you a bit of good as well. At the beginning of this feature, I played a montage of some of your tracks, including I'd Really Like to Meet You, Man, Jennifer, Crescent Moon, Reasons to Be, and Why Don't You Talk. Do you have one standout track or a track that means more to you or the band? And if so, what is it? Yeah, that's a tough one, actually. Um, Well, from a sort of purely personal point of view, because I've, I've just started writing myself, you know, recently, and there's a track that I pretty much wrote called Mirable. Yeah on the first album which means quite a bit to me because it's uh, like a personal theme yeah so that's important that i like that one but um but yeah jennifer uh low sun that i really like the music and i love what ben did with yeah. the just the way he sings it and the lyrics just um that always makes my uh gives me the old goosebumps that one <laughs> yeah yeah that's always a sign of a good song right yeah and um yeah really like to meet you man which is a which is a, a ben that's a one that ben bought in and straight away I was just like, I love that straight away. Just just good words, you know. 
if you listen to the words on that, I think that's a standout track. Definitely. Well, uh, I think we're playing that at the end of the clip, so everyone can uh, have a good listen to that one as well. Lovely. Cheers. Okay, so this section is called The Future's Mine, and it's for up-and-coming yeah. bands who, who have a great chance of success in the coming years. Where would you like to see Moonlight Parade in, say, five years' time? Um, I mean, five years is a long time. I, I hope we're still together, and I hope we're still making music. That would be my main thing. As far as success, um, you know, if it comes, it comes. Uh, we never started out doing this to be famous or well-known or anything. You know, obviously, if that happens, great. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd just like us to get more people to listen to the tunes, really. Uh, the good thing is we put out quite a lot, and uh, they're, they're going to be out there now for years to come. Yeah. So people can always, you know, whether it takes five years for us to sort of achieve a, a wider audience, then so be it. But um, I think we've put out good stuff, and it deserves to be heard. So that would be my, you know, I'd like more people to hear the stuff. Definitely. And I think you have a really good interaction with your, your fans on on Twitter and social media and I think that that engages people and you know that'll give you every chance of success I think get you more followers and fans yeah yeah definitely well thanks very much mate and um, you know uh, you've, you've played a part in that sharing our music and championing us and lo- loads of other bands and it's people like you who are putting us on the map so um, you know hats off to you and uh, everyone else doing that yeah no there's, there's a few there's a few so no appreciate that thanks very much Al, it's been absolutely brilliant chatting about you and the band. We really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us and we'd like to wish you all the best for the future. Before you go, could you do us the honour of introducing your track for us to close this section of the podcast? Yeah, okay. Um, Here we go, boys and girls. This is Really Like to Meet You, Man by Moonlight Parade. Cheers. Really like to meet you, man. Yeah, the other ones try to meet you, man. I'd really like to meet you, man. Yeah, the other ones try to meet you, man.
So a big thank you to Al from Moonlight Parade for joining us today. Don't forget to look out for the competition on Twitter for a chance to win a signed copy of the Paint the Sun EP on vinyl along with a signed lyric sheet. And please explore Moonlight Parade's music on the internet and give them a follow where you can. I'm Rick from Listen Up and this has been The Future's Mine with Moonlight Parade for the Listen Up podcast. All the best and see you again next week.